Welcome to the Final Draft Great Conversations podcast. Today's Great Conversation is with Maya Newell. Maya is a director and producer known for Gaby Baby, A Good Hunter and Two. Maya has also co-authored a new book for children called Wrestle with Gaby Baby collaborators Charlotte Mars as well as the documentary's poster boy Gus Scatterbol James and illustrator Tom Jellett. I'm Andrew Popel, and every week I broadcast Final Draft from the studios of 2SER in Sydney. And Final Draft explores the best of Australia's books, writing and literary culture. Each week we feature an Australian writer, we explore their work, and the Great Conversations podcast is a chance for you to hear more of these discussions, getting into the books that you love. And we're always looking to get the word out for book lovers, so why not share this podcast with a friend? You can continue the discussion together, and if you hit subscribe, you and they will get a great new podcast episode every week, and, you know, a new friend to discuss books with. Wrestle tells the story of a boy named Gus. Gus just loves wrestling. Gus loves wrestling so much, he wants to dress up as a wrestler for Mardi Gras. Gus's mums aren't sure about this. They think wrestlers show a particularly violent picture of masculinity, and they don't want Gus to grow up thinking he can use violence to solve problems. But Gus just loves wrestling. And what follows in Wrestle is a beautiful story about a family working together on a problem that means so much to each of them. So in time for Mardi Gras this weekend, join me as we discuss Wrestle in The Great Conversations. This is Final Draft, and my name is Andrew Popel. Now, I'm joined in the studio right now by Maya Newell. And Maya's IMDb profile introduces her as a director and producer known for Gaby Baby, A Good Hunter, and Two. But today, I'm going to introduce her as one of the co-authors of a new book for children, Wrestle. Welcome, Maya. Hi. Lovely to be here. It is lovely to have you here. Now, you have co-authored a new book for children uh, with your collaborator on Gaby Baby, Charlotte Mars, as well as the documentary's poster boy, literally the poster boy, (laughs) Gus Scatterbol James, and illustrator Tom Jellett. Um, I've got the book here. It's, It's a stunning visual book, and it's an amazing story. Russell explores a young boy's search for a costume for Mardi Gras. Gus is obsessed with wrestling and wants to dress up as one of his wrestling heroes. His mums aren't so keen, though, and they worry that the sport is violent and sends the wrong signals about how to be a man. So, I think people who are familiar with Gaby Baby, and I mean, I guess that that could be hard, because at the time it was not allowed to be shown in uh, New South Wales public schools, but people who did get to see it, they're going to remember the story of how Gus's mums would change the pronouns in some of his children's books to give him a better representation and understanding of families like his. But of course, the vast majority of books for children show cisgendered, heteronormative representations of family or animals, Uh, presumably many of whom are cisgendered as well. So was this part of the evolution of Wrestle from the production of Gaby Baby to to create that sort of story? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we did in Gaby Baby is we gave the kids and the families a lot of say in the way that they would be represented. And so when we got this opportunity to write a a kid's book, I actually went to Gus and I said, you know, let's write a children's book. You know, when I was, so I've got gay lesbian parents as well. And when I was a kid, there just weren't stories out there that represented families like mine. And that's still true of this generation of gaybies growing up now. And I said, we could just write our own Gus. Like, let's do that. And he's he said, oh, well, 
actually there are lots of kids out there, um, books out there that represent our families. Um, when I was a kid, my favourite book was a book called Some Dogs Do, which is about, um, you know, a kid, a little boy who has two mums who's trying to learn to fly. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know what that book is. Um, and he ran over to the bookshelf and he picked up this book and he started to read it to me with this sort of sense of nostalgia of a past, you know, bygone era um, um, with much love. And he started to read the story about this mom and their mom, this mom who had a boy, um, a, a dog that was about to fly. And he got to the word mum and he just paused because over that word, um, had it had been whited out and obviously replaced with the word the word sorry the word dad had been replaced with the word mum, and he just paused and he was utterly shocked and pretty disappointed and I think was feeling a sense of betrayal from his parents who had obviously changed the words to kind of protect him as a young boy, and he just looked up and he said, "All right, let's let's write a book." Um, so that was sort of the devastating but exciting birth of Wrestle and what instigated the writing of it. So were you approached to write the book? You you had the idea and pitched it? How, how did the conversation happen? Well, I suppose I have to go back to tell the listeners a little bit of the story of Gaby Baby. And I'm not sure if people know, but when we released that film, it was actually banned by the New South Wales government from screening in schools. And it was a national debate. Gus's image was plastered on the front of the Daily Telegraph newspaper. You know, walking down the streets of Newtown, there were signs that said, calm down and watch Gaby Baby. And it became this real massive debate. And it meant that many more people found out about this film than they would have if this controversy had never happened. And one of the people that came along to the cinema after the book was launched was, I'm sorry, after the film was launched and the controversy was um, running rogue, um, was Anna McFarlane, who is one of the children's uh, editors at um, Allen and Unwin. Um, So the book came as a very welcomed surprise and a flow on from the film. It's kind of it's kind of amazing to me that you were only approached by one publisher <laughs> saying, "Hey, let's do this," because it it really is, uh, it really is surprising when you actually start looking at children's books, the paucity of of diversity of of families. Absolutely, and that's not just obviously queer families. We're talking about families with single parents, with divorced families, with mixed race or cultural ethnicity on the pages, and um. You know, there's a really beautiful saying which came out of the sort of feminist movement, which is you have to see it to be it. And I think that really what we're talking about is representation and the need for children to be able to see themselves, see their identity in the stories that they're told. So I imagine in that sort of situation and being aware that you know, your book is going to be uh, at the vanguard you know, there are. It's not like there are no books out there that represent uh, same-sex families and and families with with all sorts of of representations. But there's not a lot. People are going to notice this. Was there pressure, or did you feel pressure for how that representation representation went? Because what I see in Wrestle is a great story, and the family happens to be a family with two mums. 
Absolutely. And that's a really good point. And that actually was incredibly intentional. And I think just to go back to that story that Gus loved as a child, some dogs do. The reason he loved that book was because it was a story that was not about a gay family. It didn't have in it those kind of heavy message, message, um, you know, earnest kind of qualities that when books, you know, often books are directed at our families, they're, the crux of the story is about um, the gay family, the fact that they're gay, the fact that they're accepted. And, you know, it's just not very good narrative storytelling. You know, we want drama. We want, um, you know, stories that are not just about the gayness of our parents. Um, and that's what Wrestle is supposed to be. It's yeah. just a book about a boy that loves wrestling. Mm. And so... He wants to dress up, the Gus, Wrestle Gus, who, you know, might also be Gus Gus, uh, Wrestle <laughs> Gus, wants to dress up. He wants a wrestling costume for Mardi Gras. And so Sydney siders know Mardi Gras. They know it's a party. But in the book, we see just how important it is for Gus's whole family. So it's, mm. it struck me it's kind of like Christmas and Halloween with all the costumes and celebration and getting ready. Was it important that the story reflect this particular event and its role in the LGBTQIA sort of plus community? Uh, Absolutely. I think that Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras Parade in Sydney has often been represented as a very adult event. And what's really exciting about living in 2019 is that you know, we're on the cusp of a whole new generation of children who have who belong at Mardi Gras too. You know, Mardi Gras is an event that is also for children and families and that is a message that is ingrained in that film. And, you know, even from when I was a kid, um, when Mardi Gras was much more of a protest um, maybe than it is now, you know, I, my, some of my earliest memories are being hoisted up on my mum's shoulders and marched down the road, you know, fighting for our rights or... Um, you know, one year we went as a family with placards that read Mummy 2, Daddy Who. And we were dressed up as a 70s rock band. <laughs> and another uh, year we were um, Japanese geisha, you mm. know, dressed up, walking along the street. As a- Sorry, it took me a second to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, and there's been other years we've walked for queers for reconciliation and, mm. you know, a range of um, human rights issues. Um, so... It is a part of our family's narrative. It's the one day of the year that many children being raised in same-sex attracted families recall as similar to Christmas. It's a day where you are clapped and you are cheered and you are celebrated for your difference. Um, And, yeah, how beautiful. I'm pretty sure that this is one of the first representations of Mardi Gras in a children's book. Yeah, and and as you say, 40-plus years strong, we're looking at generations. You know, in theory, there could be little kids going along who are, you know, sort of second generation of families. Their grandparents could have been there. I don't know, but I'm I'm speculating. (laughs) So, yeah, so this party, what about the illustrations from Tom Jellett? Did they bring to life the celebration for you? They're they're amazing. I'm going to have to put something up on the the website podcast so people can just see, even the cover. (laughs) It's... He's done an incredible job and Tom Jellett is a very well-renowned children's illustrator. It was a real honour to be able to work with him. And I think there's a lesson for me as a, as a first-time author and for all of us of just how much pictures bring. It really is 50% or more of the story um, and there's so much that you can show and not tell. Um, so, yeah, I think um, his, his pictures are colourful and rainbow and warm and will be gorgeous for the kids to read. Mm. One of the first things that jumped out at me reading the story is that this is 
both literally everyone's experience of being a child. And, and I'm mm. going to explain what I mean by that, because obviously we're talking about at the vanguard of diversity here, but also it's everyone's experience of being a child, because if we're honest, no matter our age, we all remember being told no about <laughs> something by our parents, because our parents told us it was going to be potentially bad for us. It's also the experience of every parent, or even if you have kids in your life, you've come across something and thought, that's not good for the kids, you know, for whatever reason, and you've just made a blanket, that's not good for the kids. But of course, it's always more complicated than that. What I loved in, is, is that wrestle, it's not didactic, uh, but it, you've got Gus and his mums and his sister exploring all of their options. Um, mm. Tell me about that because it's, it's so, like, children, we all know children's book. I'm not talking about war and peace here. This is not 500 pages and yet you have so much intricate character development. Absolutely. And I think that, um, yeah, that moment of just having a disagreement in your family and probably the biggest takeaway for me in the film is the point that you're talking about now. It's about as families, how do we deal with conflict and difference within our own families? You know, um, Gus loves wrestling. His parents think it's violent and mean and macho and are concerned about his development as a young boy. Um, But but in the course of the film, the family find a way to work through those differences and acknowledge the different places that they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's the core message for any family. That's how we do family. That's how everyone should. It's about negotiation and compromise and, and understanding. It's interesting the agency that Gus has in the book too, because if I think about another example of this type of conflict that you know is, is popping up, it's probably popped up, it just did and it will again, and that's technology use, screen time, tablet use, and you parents tend to shut down kids. And in Wrestle, you had this beautiful interchange. I loved it. It was, yeah, it was, sorry, it was great. <laughs> but nobody cares what I think, because I'm not a child. Like, who am, who am I to book review a book like Wrestle? We need to, uh, we need to take it to a proper audience. So before I spoke to you, we road tested Wrestle with a class of preschoolers. It did really well. Um, so 13 out of 15 say they liked it. And that's a really high approval rating, I'm told. Like, oh, they're the harshest critics. Yeah, yeah. Because these, these are kids who, you know, can be capricious. They, the tiniest little thing. And it'll be like, no, sorry, you lost me. So yeah. 13 out of 15, we're starting strong. The book also generated a lot of questions for the kids. So they asked things like, why does he wear a mask? Why does he like wrestling? And why does he have two mums? I'm not going to ask you to, you know, try and answer those questions because some of them are big, some of them are smaller. But Wrestle, it, it relates directly within classrooms and the diversity of the families of the children. And I just wondered, was it important to you in your writer, writing not to answer the questions, but to have young readers asking and discovering new things that were outside their own personal family experience? Absolutely. And I think that you've cut to the core of why I think telling stories is important. And... For gay families in particular, we've just come out of a massive era of fight. We've come out of marriage equality vote. We've had uh, a time when all of our stories needed to be very didactic. We were fighting for legislative change and and change looked like, um, yeah, political fight. But I think that this new era is actually about cultural shift. It's about finding new, more complex, nuanced stories to tell about who we are and how we stand in the world. And I think that 
like you're saying with these kids, they've got questions to ask. They're like, hey, I've never thought about that. Why does he have two mums? Mm-hmm. And it is, obviously, I've got answers for all of those, um, <laughs> those, those questions. But the more important thing is that they're thinking about it. Mm. And there is a space and a book and a reader of that book being an adult who's willing to go there in a conversation afterwards. Mm. That is the most important thing. And I think that um, is generating... Um, a beautiful new generation of kids across Australia who have all sorts of backgrounds that um, have have started, the cogs are in motion about yeah. difference. Yeah, and being told, I think, especially for kids, doesn't mean as much as coming there yourself through, through something like wrestling. Absolutely. Mm. Like anything, like with parents too. We never like to be told that, you know, all families are great and gay families are good and they're just like yours, you know. Um, I think the the nuance and the subtext in a book that allows yourself to ask yourself a tricky question uh, is always more valuable. It strikes me also that a book like Wrestle, having the children read this, read this together, I mean, they, they might be uh, in a class where there are you know, uh, one of their one of their friends has two mums or two dads. Maybe half the class does, but it's unlikely to be the majority. And so the people that, that you, as you say, we've come out of the the same sex marriage debacle of a postal vote, where people felt like they had to stand up on a platform and defend themselves. To have a book like Wrestle tell a story and help help the kids come to it without them having to stand up on a platform and do it themselves. That must also be nice, but also it's a nice way for the kids to do it as part of their everyday. Absolutely. Um, I'm just thinking about all of the lovely comments that they might have made. I can't wait to hear them. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, this is Wrestle. It is a fabulous new uh, new book for children. It's out just in time for Mardi Gras. And I have been joined by Maya Newell. She is one of the authors, along with Charlotte Mars and Gus Scatterball James. And Tom Jellett is the illustrator. Look, Maya, thank you so much for coming in and speaking to me. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much. That's it for this great conversation with Maya Newell. Maya is the co-author of Wrestle, a new book for children with Charlotte Mars, Gus Scadabol-James and illustrator Tom Jellett. Wrestle is out now through Alan and Unwin. Great Conversations is recorded on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Andrew Popel. If you want to keep up with the latest in books, writing and literary culture, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at Final Draft 2 ser If you click subscribe in your podcast app, you know there's going to be a new great conversation for you every week. So, you know, why not do that? My name is Andrew Popel. Uh, I'll be back next week with more great conversations. I wish you happy reading and I wish you an amazing Mardi Gras if you're celebrating this weekend.